Answer. Living Pain-Free with Dr. Mark Darrow is sponsored by the Darrow Wellness Institute. Hi there. Are you in pain? Is it joint pain? Muscle pain? Did you know that 30 to 40% of Americans suffer with chronic pain? If you're one of them, you're in the right place. Welcome to Living Pain-Free with Dr. Mark Darrow. I'm your host, Nita Valens. If you're new to the show, let me tell you about Dr. Darrow. He is a medical doctor, board certified in physical medicine and rehabilitation. He teaches prolotherapy, PRP, and stem cells at UCLA, where he was trained. His offices are the Darrow Sports and Wellness Institute in West Los Angeles. You can find him right now at 800-300-9300. That toll-free number again is 800-300-9300 or on the Internet at www.jointrehab.com. That's jointrehab.com where you'll be able to see videos of what we're going to talk about today. Hi, Dr. Darrow. Hey, Nita. How are you today? Doing great. How about you? Good. Can you hear me okay? I'm calling from... Aloha land and at Waikiki, and I'm looking out at the ocean and Diamond Head, and it's gorgeous today. Well, keep talking as loud as you can because it's a little bit muffled, probably because it's a phone line, so just uh, stay very uh, loud on the loud side, and we should be just fine. And we're going to take uh, callers as soon as you start talking about what we're going to learn today, and that toll-free number will be 1-866-870-5752, and you will get Dr. Darrow's free book and a free booklet on age management medicine as well. So we're going to talk about a lot of things today. Yeah, the main thing that we're talking about is something called regenerative medicine. That means that we can now grow back collagen and cartilage instead of cutting out tissue with surgery. And Nita, you and I have been doing this show for years. I think I've been on uh, even before uh, you were born, right? <laughs> I don't know about that. Was, uh, was I don't know, was the radio station building here? Uh, that's, uh, that's about 35 years ago, but, you know, you never know. Maybe that's yeah. true. <laughs> and listen, Warren Eckstein, thank you so much for your great pet show before our show. We love you so much. Great advice about pets, and I've got two huskies, as everybody knows, and uh, unfortunately they're not with me in Hawaii, but I'll get to run with them as soon as they get back. Um, anyway, we're, we're talking about regenerative medicine. It's a process of regrowing your tissue if you have sports injuries or arthritis, and it works really from the top of the head all the way to the bottom of the feet because we are made out of collagen, and that's something that we can grow back today. The methods we use are the old-style dextrose prolotherapy, which I've been doing now for my goodness. I've been playing with that for about 18 years, and I started using it on my body. I had miraculous success. And the last few years, we've been doing platelet-rich plasma, a very simple process of drawing a person's blood from their arm, just like when they go to the doctor and get a blood draw. We then spin it in a centrifuge very fast and we're able to localize the platelets, which are healing cells that have growth factors, and we inject that where the problem is. The newest thing we're doing now are called stem cells, and that's a very hot topic in medicine. We're going to find that stem cells are the leader of just about everything in healing as the future comes into the present 
we're seeing stem cells healing so many different things, so many different diseases. We're going to be growing back limbs, organs, all of that. I was just at a stem cell conference a week ago, and I was shocked at what's going on. A lot of very wealthy people are putting their money into stem cell companies because it's a great. It's going to be a great business for them. We use it for orthopedic problems. So where we used to use dextrose, prolotherapy, and then platelets, we're now using stem cells. Although we can do any of those, debating with the patient about what the best thing for them is to do. And how do we get the stem cells? Very easy. We take a little bit of bone marrow. It's not a painful process. This is not like a bone marrow transplant. It's just a very small amount. And we then can inject the stem cells after we uh, centrifuge them, just like the platelets, and isolate them and inject them wherever the problem is. So if you're having things like neck pain or back pain or joint pain, uh, tears in your shoulder, knees, um, arthritis anywhere in the body, we can take your stem cells and inject those into the area and regrow the tissue. So it's a very, very exciting time in medicine to see this, um, what I'm going to call a watershed time. I looked up that word last night because I've heard it so much. And it means a time of great change in something. So we're going to see medicine changing very, very dramatically. I feel very grateful to be on the crest of the wave in doing this kind of work. How about you, Nita? Absolutely. It's always uh, an exciting time when we have a paradigm change. And initially, some people, many people respond with, uh, you know, sort of like, well, I can't believe that. And are you sure? And it takes a lot uh, of science sometimes. But you do have science behind you in this conversation. And it's well, gone on for many decades. On the ability of the body to regrow tissue being stimulated by regenerative medicine. So that's not really the issue. The issue is more about the old line docs don't believe in new things. And when a doctor mm. is not up on something, he is down on it. So I still have patients whose doctors tell them this can't possibly work, and then they heal. They go back to the doctor and says, well, that couldn't have healed it because they just don't keep up with what's going on, unfortunately. Well, I... How about an email until we get some callers? Perfect. Let's see if we can get my computer cranked up here. And you raise a lot of good points because we do always want to keep an open mind so that we're open to possibilities uh, when new ideas and new science comes along. Absolutely. Um... Here's an email that just came in. I have plantar fasciitis, and I'm in, I can't read what he said. He typed it weird. It says, gear dill of pain. <laughs> it must have been an auto. Oh, part. great deal of pain, probably. Great deal of pain, you're right. So plantar fasciitis, what is that? The plantar fascia is on the bottom of the foot, and it connects up with the calcaneus, which is the foot, the uh, bone in the back of the heel bone, and uh, where that fascia, which is just a thick um, layer of collagen attaches, can become very sore. I know a lot of you people listening have had that happen. I've had it for little periods of time, and it's gone away. But sometimes when you do things that are very repetitive, like a lot of running, a lot of biking, or if you're very overweight, it can also put a lot of pressure on that fascia and stretch it out, and then it becomes inflamed. 
And we can look at it and see it under the ultrasound. Um, this is not the ultrasound that treats things. It's the ultrasound that diagnoses things. It's like seeing a TV camera inside of you, looking inside to see what's going on. We'll see this plantar fascia that gets thickened, and uh, there's a certain spot that I can touch on the bottom of my foot, and everyone screams and goes, how'd you know that was the spot? Well, that's the classic spot for plantar fasciitis. We can inject that with I'm actually using a 30-gauge needle these days, which is like an insulin needle. It's so thin, and uh, we do that under ultrasound guidance, and we can shrink down that plantar fascia. Um, we usually put people in a walking boot for that because that helps keep the pressure off of that. And um, I don't remember ever having a failure with that one that heals up pretty well. So should I take another? Sure. This is hip. Let's see what they say. Uh, sorry for the repeat. Okay. I need to rephrase my previous question to clarify. Can prolotherapy restore a hip joint in which the cartilage is all gone? In such a case, would it be a successful treatment instead of hip replacement surgery? Now, those people that know me or have seen my website, which you may want to go to, called www.jointrehab.com. Dot com. I'll repeat that, www.jointrehab.com. Uh, we have videos of all of these procedures. We have hundreds of pages of information for you. And there is a spot on the, I was going to say the east side, but it's the right side of each page where you can email me through the website also if you're too shy to call, although I don't know why you would be. You're going to be helping a lot of other people with your questions. Um, and yourself. So yes, the answer is yes. Um, here is a statement that probably isn't true when the cartilage is all gone. Well, we see a lot of hips or any other joints where the cartilage is worn down. There's usually a little bit there. If you're moving your hip, there's going to be a little cartilage there. Otherwise, the bones would would grate on each other and you wouldn't have much range of motion. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter how much cartilage is left. Um, all we do is we get under ultrasound guidance, we inject, and in this case I wouldn't use dextrose prolotherapy if there's advanced arthritis. I would probably start with stem cells and maybe platelet-rich plasma. Depends on the person, what their goal is. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, do we still have you? We heard a little popping yeah, noise there. Yeah, me when I have a little, I went uh, snorkeling about a mile offshore yesterday, and uh, we actually saw turtles, great big turtles came up right next to us. They must have been about three feet across, and uh, I must have choked in a little bit of water because I got a little tickle after that. It's been fun. Um, so at any rate, yes, we can help. Um, the dextrose prolotherapy would do the job, but it would take way too long for people. They'd be very frustrated with that. So um, in the case of advanced arthritis, we would most likely start with stem cells and maybe PRP. There would probably be a few treatments being done. It wouldn't be a magical one-time uh, stop-and-shop deal. You'd probably have to put um, some time into the healing with advanced arthritis like this hip, most likely it would take about three months before the person would feel a lot better. The question is always, is it going to last forever? 
And the answer is nothing lasts forever in the human body. It's a mechanical device, but it would bring it back, hopefully, to the pre-arthritic state. And I joke with people all the time, Nita, and they say, is it going to last forever? And I go, well, it didn't last forever the first time. <laughs> so when God made you, he made you pretty good, but you can wear stuff out in the body and we're all going to die. We just don't believe that. So, yes, uh, I think there's good hope for this person. Um, it says here the doctor said it was bone on bone. I don't believe that or the person would have said they can't move their leg. So bone on bone is just a term for worn cartilage. I wouldn't get nervous about that. I think that's fine. Okay, well, let me tell you, if you'd like to talk to Dr. Darrow, join this conversation, ask your questions about your chronic pain. That number is 1-866-870-5752, 1-866-870-5752. You get a free book on prolotherapy and a free booklet on age management medicine. So, next email. Okay. I have chronic headaches on the right side for many years now. What can be done about this? Well, surprisingly, uh, there's been many people I've had that have had one treatment of dextrose prolotherapy into the neck and certain trigger spots into the back that have gotten rid of their headaches. Sometimes it actually takes injections into the back of the head. There is a nerve that comes up from the neck into the head that can cause a lot of pain. And sometimes we can help that, too. Now, I had one gentleman who was a very, uh, uh, what can I call it, semi-famous lawyer. Maybe he would call himself famous. And he was ready for a disc replacement in his neck. And his doctor said, you're going to have headaches the rest of your life unless you get the surgery. We did dextrose prolotherapy on him, and his headaches went away. Uh, Oftentimes, we use something stronger like platelet-rich plasma, to get the job done quicker, but the dextrose still works. It's just that it may not be cost-beneficial to do dextrose anymore because the platelets work much more quickly, so less treatments generally. This doesn't seem like a case where I'd use stem cells, but stem cells can be used anywhere in the body. They're the most efficacious way of healing that we have today. Well, that's good to know. And that number again for you to call us is 1-866-870-5752, 1-866-870-5752. Don't miss out because this is your chance right here, right now. If you're part of that 30 to 40% of Americans statistic we talked about at the beginning of the program and you're in chronic pain, you really want to take care of this. It it just it just destroys people's quality of life. I've got a knee question and a back question. I have a caller. Well, that's even better. Okay, let's go to Richard in Long Beach then. Hey, Richard, how's your right shoulder? This is Doctor Mark Darrow. Hello, Doctor. Yeah, my right shoulder has been hurting for about ten days, and it it when I move my arm a little bit, I can hear popping, and uh, I'm not sure if it's the joint or uh, maybe a tendon or something like that. Well, those are good questions. What did you do to irritate it? I can't tie it to anything specifically, but when I uh, uh, work out and uh, do like bench, uh, it's like a machine you sit down and you push forward with weights with your arms. Sure. It hurts when I do that, so I cut that out. Okay. 
Well, here's a couple issues. Number one, when you use bench pressing technique, yes. which can be sitting up also with the machines that are made today, make sure that your hands are no wider than your shoulders. Right. Does that make sense to you? Yes. Because probably what you did is you had your hands wider trying to hypertrophy or make bigger or grow the lateral pectoris muscle, make your shoulders look bigger. And uh, when we do that, we're stretching out the joint capsule and causing a lot of problems with the tendons and eventually in the joint itself. Is there a way to tell if it's the joint or the tendon or, or the muscle? Well, I could tell you by examining you. Okay. Um, yeah, it's hard to know just by moving the shoulder because the tendons can snap. And um, generally, the snapping, if you just had this recently, is going to be maybe a tendonitis that's going on, probably something minor. Um, over years, if you were doing this for years, maybe the joint is also involved. And there's two major joints there. One is the glenohumeral joint, which is the main joint of the shoulder. And then in the front, is the uh, on the top, is the acromioclavicular joint. That's a little teeny joint. And uh, that can cause what we call crepitus or grinding also. But... Um, if I can just touch the area, I would know what's going on. We might use an ultrasound to look inside. Right. Specifically what was happening. But when I treat the shoulder, I generally treat uh, both joints and the supraspinatus, infraspinatus, subscapularis, and teres tendons, which are the rotator cuff tendons of the shoulder, those four. And um, we, we do a broad range of coverage when we inject shoulders with regenerative medicine. Because it's really difficult, Richard, for us to tell you where the pain is coming from. You can have a tendonitis of one of the tendons, but that may not be the pain generator. So we like to cover all the bases so we don't make a mistake and leave something behind. Now, the doctor wants to give me a... Um, steroid shot. Cortisone, yeah. Yeah, don't steroid. do it. Now, is it. He says that for tendonitis, that works real well, but... Okay, hold on a sec, Richard, because yeah. um, Dr. Darrow's on a phone line, and he he's trying to tell you something, okay. so bear with us. Hold on. Okay. Yeah, Richard, I'm calling all the way from Oahu here. Aloha. <laughs> Aloha <laughs> and mahalo. Um, so, no, the steroid injections, cortisone, works great at getting rid of the pain and inflammation, so you win the battle, but you lose the war because it doesn't fix it. It gets rid of the inflammation. You feel better for a while. In the meantime, it's actually destroying some of the tissue. So oh. You want to stay away from that. You want yes. to fix it. You don't want to. You don't want to put a band-aid on it and make it worse. That makes sense. Yes, and there was also something I think he called Synvic. Synvisc, yeah, that's a lubricant. Um, I wouldn't mess with that either. I would just go in and fix it. Okay. What are you lubricated for? You, your body naturally produces lubrication in the joints. Well, that's good to hear. <laughs> yeah. So this is something that probably can be fixed. Synovial fluid, and that coats all of the cartilage in the joints. All your joints have a self-regulating oil system, you might say. You don't need to put more in. If you wanted to, it's okay with me. It's not going to hurt anything, but it doesn't fix anything. Okay. They use it more in the knees, and a lot of you folks listening have had hyaluronic acid injections in the name of Synvisc or Hyalgan or Suparts, and there's a ton of them. 
But I'm not for that. I don't do that. I'm into regenerating the tissue, growing it back, and healing the person so they don't need things like that. Do you think stem cell would be the uh, quickest or best? Or Well, stem cells are the quickest and best, but I think that might be an overkill for what you have going on, especially since it's only for 10 days. If it's been there 10 days, there's a high probability it's going to go away by itself without a doctor. That's what the other doctor said. He said if, if you don't do it, don't use it, it'll maybe go away by itself. You know what I tell all my patients? If they want to stay healthy, stay away from doctors. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a joke, but it's not, because uh, in New York there's been a doctor strike a couple of times, and when the doctors go on strike, the death rate goes down. Oh, oh no. <laughs> we call that iatrogenic problems. Iatrogenic. That means the doctor caused the problem. Right. And that's a high, high level and percentage of problems that happen to people is from doctors and going into hospitals where there's uh, these super bugs that you can't kill and all that. So, you know, my mom lived to 102 and she never let me take her to the hospital. Uh-huh. And I said, Mom, why can't I got to take you? And she goes, don't take me, Mark. And I go, why not? She goes, they'll take me in the front door, and then they'll take me out the back door. Oh. So, you know, the medicine that I practice, and guys like me practice, is to keep you away from doctors, to keep you out of the hospital, do it naturally, heal things, don't Band-Aid them, don't medicate them, don't cut them. Do any of these treatments cause your blood sugar to go high? Or? No, not at all. Good. Even the dextrose prolotherapy, which is using concentrated sugar, is just a tiny amount, and it's not enough to raise blood sugar. Now, the steroid shot that you were thinking of getting, that does raise blood sugar. Oh, it does? Okay. Yeah, if you were a diabetic, you would never want to get one of those. You'd be out of control with your sugar for several days. Well, for several days? I don't want that. Are you diabetic? Yes. Uh, type 2 or type 1? Uh, type 2. That just means they I'm maybe kind of back and forth between borderline and being over into. The How tall are you, Richard? Excuse me. How tall are you? I'm about five foot six. And how how much do you weigh? 170 pounds. That's not too bad. Um, you know the way to get rid of the type two diabetes is eat protein, veggies, and water. Yeah, I'm I'm I'm, uh, I'm doing a lot of that now. I mean, at 5'6", you shouldn't be 170. You need to drop probably about 20 pounds. 20? Okay. I mean, I'm, I haven't seen your body type. You might have huge bones, and I'd be telling you not the truth about you. Yeah, I understand but, that. But the point is, your problem is your insulin's high from eating grain and dairy products and fruit and alcohol and sugar. So even, uh, what is that, uh, uh, yogurt is not... Uh... Yogurt, generally, the way it's sold is usually low fat and high sugar. And what you want to do is the opposite, no sugar and high fat. Oh, okay. Fat will keep your insulin low. It will fill you up. It's good for your brain. keeps you from getting dementia. Great energy source. And everything's pretty backwards in medicine from what you learn. So does that mean you eat lots of bacon? (laughs) It doesn't doesn't mean eat lots of bacon. (laughs) It means... You know, the best fats to eat are things like olive oil, coconut oil. Avocados. avocados. I knew you were going to say avocados. <laughs> yeah, well, avocados are good. Oh. We're always going to do better with um, vegetable-type things like that. Okay. But, I mean, if you were eating 
for breakfast, if your normal breakfast is pancakes and French toast, I'd say eat bacon and eggs instead. <laughs> okay, that would be a step up. Okay, that's great. Okay, thank you for your call, Richard. Okay, thank you Thanks, very much. Richard, you're a good man. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. The office number is 800 800- Three hundred ninety three hundred. The office is eight hundred three hundred ninety three hundred, and what Doctor Darrow is explaining to you can be seen on the internet at www.jointrehab.com. That's jointrehab.com, and we're going to Gail in Anaheim. Hello, Gail. Are you with us? It's Doctor yes. Mark Darrow. Yes. Um, I'm in a quandary. Uh. I've been having the pain. Okay, Gail, stay with us. We have to go to break, but just stay right with us. This is Living Pain-Free with Dr. Mark Darrow. We're taking your calls at 1-866-870-5752, and we will be right back. <laughs> 